the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home on 101.5 Word FM. And now here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome. That's another day, another accusation. Welcome to Supreme Court <laughs> angst. I don't know what even day or week this is, but it is a, um, it's gone from a trickle to a tsunami. This is crazy. I, I believe it is too. I really do. And of course, all the chatter, all the, you know, you, you want to take these things seriously. You don't want to lighten anyone's uh, pain or, or not, not victimness, not make put, someone feel heard. No, right. You want to listen. But it does feel as though someone's out there just stirring the pot for the sake of stirring the pot. Nice to see you today, John. Thank you as well, Mm -hmm. Kath. Good to see you as well. We're talking about the uh, article that came out this morning in the New Yorker magazine written by Ronan Farrow and Jane Mayer. And um, this is about Deborah Ramirez, 53 years old, who attended Yale with Brett Kavanaugh, um, where she studied sociology and psychology. And the New Yorker contacted her after learning of her possible involvement in an incident with Kavanaugh from the Democratic Party. After six days of carefully assessing her memories, the article says, and consulting with attorneys, Ramirez said that she felt confident enough of her recollection to say that she remembers Kavanaugh had exposed himself at a drunken dormitory party and uh, there was some sexual, what? play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, she also goes on in the article to say that she was raised a devout Catholic and that she was shaken by what she encountered. She was ashamed and humiliated. And uh, she says that after several days of considering the matter carefully, she said, I'm confident that uh, Brett was there. She said that it has stayed with her most forcefully is the memory of laughter at her expense from Kavanaugh and the other students. It was kind of a joke, she recalled, and now it's clear to me that it was not a joke. Ramirez acknowledged that there are significant gaps in her memories of the evening and that if she ever presents her story to the FBI or members of the Senate, she will inevitably be pressed on her motivation for coming forward after so many years and questioned about her memory given her drinking at said party. In the article, it says this, one of the male classmates who Ramirez said egged on Kavanaugh denied any memory of the party. I don't think Brett, quote, I don't think Brett would flash himself to Debbie or to anyone for that matter, he said. That's why he thought Ramirez was making the allegation. He responded, I have no idea. The other male classmates who Ramirez said was involved in the incident commented, I have zero recollection. The New Yorker has not confirmed with other eyewitnesses that Kavanaugh was present at the party. The magazine contacted several dozen classmates of Ramirez and Kavanaugh regarding the incident. Many did not respond to interview requests. Others declined to comment or said they did not attend or remember the party. A classmate of Ramirez's who declined to be identified because of the partisan battle over Kavanaugh's nomination said that another student told him about the incident either on the night of the party or in the next day or two 
The classmate said that he is, quote, 100 percent sure that he was told at the time that Kavanaugh was the student who exposed himself to Ramirez. He independently recalled many of the same details offered by Ramirez, including that a male student had encouraged Kavanaugh in this act that he did. So we're reading from this article uh, by Ronan Farrow, Jane Mayer, Senate Democrats investigate a new allegation of sexual misconduct. And, and the article goes on, former students described an atmosphere at Yale at the time in which an alcohol-fueled parties often led to behavior similar to that described by Ramirez. Quote, I believe that it could have happened, another classmate who knew both Kavanaugh and Ramirez said, though she was not aware of Kavanaugh being involved in any specific misconduct. She recalled that heavy drinking was routine and that Ramirez was sometimes victimized and taunted by male students in his social circle they were always like debbie's here and then they'd get into this lord of the flies thing mm-hmm. end quote mm-hmm. now on the other from the other perspective mark krasberg an assistant professor of neurosurgery at the university of new mexico who was also a member of kavanaugh and ramirez's class at yale said that kavanaugh's college behavior had become a topic of discussion among former yale students soon after kavanaugh's nomination <sighs> okay so uh, Thursday, there is supposed to be a hearing, mm-hmm. right, with uh, Dr. Ford and Brett Kavanaugh. All the details apparently are still in progress. But holy smoke. So, so then today, Brett Kavanaugh came out and, and categorically denied these mm-hmm. allegations, saying it's a smear campaign, and he refuses to step aside, says he will not be shamed into this. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I don't know how you drill down and find the truth I don't, of this. I don't know how you do either. Here's, here's one more part from the uh, article. A former friend who was married to the male classmate alleged to be involved and who signed the statement said of Deborah Ramirez, this is a woman I was best friends with. We shared intimate details of our lives, and I was never told this story by her or anyone else. It hmm. never came up. I didn't see it. I never heard it happening. Ramirez said that she hoped her story would support that of Christine Blasey Ford, the California professor who raised an allegation of sexual misconduct against Kavanaugh that bears several similarities to Ramirez's claim. Ramirez said she remained silent about the matter and did not fully confront her memories about it for years because she blamed herself for drinking too much. All right. This is this is all I'm saying is that this article does nothing to help me figure out what's true. So I don't know why it was written. Well, clearly there's an agenda here. Right? Well, yeah, that's right? why it was written. So yeah. it was written for a political purpose. But if you're actually looking to ascertain the truth of something that happened, this doesn't help. No. And apparently there's a third claim as well uh, by Stormy Daniels' lawyer. Okay. Now, which also <laughs> this is... Guy, this guy just wants to be in the public eye as much as possible. Yeah, he's this just guy. in business. Okay. Yeah. He, so he said something that is like completely beyond the pale right and like we're all eager to take his read on things as gospel Uh i just look i (sighs) wearing me down me too uh if you if you take this seriously which i think a lot of people are and i think that you know you're not trying to take sides if you are truly invested in wanting to know the truth because we don't know either one of these people he could be an absolute jerk he could be. And she could be completely making stuff up. Right. Or she could be completely wrong about who she remembers. And he could be the man of integrity that he is presented as. We don't know anything about either one. But how, I mean, in, in this whole mix, he said, she said, there's no way no. to find the definitive and the, answer And here. considering that all of these polls are being conducted by different news organizations who, who are already determining, oh, people don't believe him or people don't believe her. I think, why does anybody believe anybody because the bottom line is we don't know anything no 
So how about none of us decide what we believe and we just back it up and we just wait to hear evidence? But here's the problem. Where's that evidence going to come from? It's not going to come from anywhere. So we're never going to know anything? So now they're calling, well, because there's a second substantiated claim, then there should be an FBI investigation. He which was is already the same investigated thing. six times. Right. How could the FBI never, in all the six times he's been investigated, never have uncovered any of this? Well, I wonder, I mean, how far back do they go? I'm sure they go back all, but are they talking to college uh, well, when they classmates, do, when they high do, school classmates? You know, I have to have an FBI, you know, uh, clearance done every year because of an organization I work with. Um, I would think they would go back my whole life. Do you think? Why not? Well, I, I mean, but for Supreme Court justice. If you're concerned about someone who's abusing kids, which is the reason that I get mine, is because I'm working with kids, they clearly want to know if I was doing bad stuff when I was 18. I don't know. So I, I just cannot – I have no idea what to believe. I just know that Ronan Farrow, who got a lot of um, check marks in my book for what he did with the Harvey Weinstein story, I think just blew it here. I think he lost a lot of capital with this story because I just don't think it's – I think it's a it's, – it reads to me like a smear piece. Well, I, I believe – I just you, don't think it's enough. The New York Times ha- had the story too and decided there just was not enough right. substantiation to write any article. Again, it's about careers – I think it's about just careers being made. And Ronan Farrow has made himself a career out of being that, you know, that, that hard-boiled expose revealer of – you know, whether it's Woody Allen, which is you know how he got to start right. within the His family, stepfather. yeah. So it's just another chapter in this story. So why not grab this? And yeah, but if shape this, yeah, but that's a this is a it's poorly it, written. It's poorly written. There's not enough evidence, and I feel like he brings he he should be better than this based on what he's written already. Uh, I'm sure he's feted by members of the Democratic Party. Well, because right? if this all you know this is so well, true, yeah, this follows along political it lines. It does. It does. So when he, so when someone asked him just early this morning, where did you first hear about the Deborah Ramirez story? He said, "Well, the you know the Democratic National Committee brought it to me." What? Well, doesn't that give you a little bit of a clue that maybe something's not on the up and up here? Right. The politics are first and foremost, careers, reputations, I mean, people's not, lives. I understand that any national committee of any any party can do whatever they want. But you have to see if an organization like that is bringing you the story. You better investigate it hard and deep yeah. to figure out whether you really want to print that. Exactly. Hey, uh, we've got a show for you. Of course, we're going to talk about this. Uh, this is the thread of the show, like and, it is in most people's uh, right. conversation today. But we'd like to open up the phone lines and hear from you around 530 today. Yeah. Uh, we'll take a break and come back. We're going to go to the White House. Our, our first guest of the week always is Greg Clugston, who joins us from the White House Press Corps. I'm SRA sure News. nobody at the White House is talking about this. <laughs> Heaven help us. Let the truth God come out, us. please. Yes. WORD. Your story of faith and spiritual growth is an important one. Here at Word FM, we're interested in hearing how this station has made a direct and positive impact on your life. It's our wish that what you hear from us positively affects you and your family, and we would love for you to tell us about it. Visit WordFM.com using the keyword story. Record a video message and share your story with us. For doing that, you'll be eligible to win a grand prize of an Apple iPad Pro and an Apple Pencil. Visit WordFM.com and use the keyword story for details and to share your video. When it comes to selling you a mattress, most retailers are handing you a line, a long line of extra steps that drive up costs and create confusion. 
At the Original Mattress Factory, we simplify the mattress shopping experience by building mattresses and box springs in our own local factories and selling them direct to you. It's short, sweet, and simply makes sense. So experience more than just a mattress store. Experience an original, the Original Mattress Factory. In addition to counseling and spiritual direction services, the Pittsburgh Pastoral Institute offers educational opportunities in psychology of religion, domestic violence, spiritual integration, art therapy, addiction, dialectical behavioral therapy, and trauma. Pittsburgh Pastoral Institute offers an interfaith-friendly environment to help heal and educate. Continuing education credits are available. To learn more, click on events at pittsburghpastoralinstitute.org. People look at me like I'm crazy when I say to them, I had a great time this morning with my dentist. The reviews are in and patients are raving about Dr. Megan Stock. She's just wonderful and it's such a joy to go in there and they look at you like it's a joy to go to the dentist. I said, well, you don't know my dentist and you should switch over. We just love to talk about the Lord and what's going on in our families. It's a wonderful experience and she does fabulous work. Perry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. Hey, y'all, this is Sadie Robertson. I'm inviting you to celebrate religious freedom and share God's hope with your friends on Bring Your Bible to School Day, Thursday, October 4th. Be accounted with the thousands of other students going boldly with their Bibles. Don't be afraid. This is your chance to live it out. So sign up today and you could win a free trip to meet me in person at one of my events. Learn more at bringyourbible.org. That's bringyourbible.org. Bring it, share it, live it. Well, let's go straight to the source as we talk about Brett Kavanaugh, the Supreme Court, Washington, D.C., President Trump. SRN News White House correspondent Greg Clugston is with us. He's our first guest of the week always with the uh, inside scoop on what's happening in and around D.C. Uh, Greg, uh, have the wheels fallen off down there yet? According to the, to the president, and he said this on several occasions, John, is that uh, his White House is a fine-tuned machine. Okay. All right. All right. I mean, you know. So that, I, I, you know, unless we hear otherwise, I think that needs to be the operating uh, assumption. Okay. okay. All right. Finely-tuned machine. Okay. Let's talk about the machine then and how it's responding to the latest allegations against Judge Kavanaugh. Yeah, uh, and obviously, I, I don't mean to be flip about, you know, sure, sure. you know, John, your question, John. Obviously, there are a lot of uh, big stories breaking today, um, as is often the case when we talk on Mondays. There are a lot of issues involving the Trump administration and the White House, if not the president himself specifically. And that's the case again today. First of all is Kavanaugh. This is obviously the president's second Supreme Court nominee. He is facing not only one accusation of misconduct when he was uh, in high school, but now a second allegation popped up over the weekend um, uh, of sexual misconduct when he was a freshman in college at Yale. Um, So first things first, uh, what we know as of now is that Kavanaugh is scheduled to testify before the Senate Judiciary Committee on Thursday, and the accuser uh, the first accuser, Christine Ford, who's, uh, who lives in California, she will be in Washington, uh, apparently, to also, uh, she has agreed to testify. So that's happening Thursday. Now, this, this over-the-weekend accusation that was first reported by the New Yorker uh, has, has been criticized like the first accusation, or allegation, I should say, uh, but a lot, of, a lot of people, and even the New York Times is reporting, that the second accuser, 
uh, isn't even entirely sure that Kavanaugh was uh, at the setting that she describes at Yale. And so it, this one is being um, not dismissed entirely, but it's being really attacked and criticized as simply a lot flimsier mm-hmm. than the first accusation. And there are even questions about the first one by Christine Ford. So that's where we stand right now with Kavanaugh. The White House put out a, a letter from Kavanaugh to the committee late this or middle of the afternoon today. And he said uh, his integrity is at stake. He believes these are last-minute accusations that are simply a smear, and he has no intention of withdrawing his nomination. Now, this is interesting for me to think of, Greg, because, um, you know, from a judge's perspective, I think he would be familiar with this type of you would you could call it libel or slander or, you know, whatever it is, depending on the circumstances of the people that might appear in his courtroom. Um, The strange thing now is that he's on the other side. Um, So is there any was there any detail in his letter about how he's feeling about this, um, you know, from a legal perspective or how he would approach it? Well, he talked about how he thinks the state of this process for confirmation, in his case for the Supreme Court justice position, uh, is really, uh, it's really out of whack now. And he was even cautioning, if not warning, the committee to be careful how it handles these kinds of allegations, which he argues, um, in his case, is a baseless allegation against him and how it's really um, completely changed the process. It's delayed the vote by the committee, and there, therefore the, the entire Senate the, the vote has been delayed potentially as well. And so he's, he's, you know, he's really you know, speaking out against what has become um, an effort by or an effort that's being allowed by some senators to let outside voices really dictate what happens. And he's afraid that people... And, and, and he argues in his case, people who have um, a good, solid name and are people of integrity are being dragged through the mud sure. because of what's happening here. And that's what a lot of allies and supporters of Kavanaugh and the White House are saying, is that they, they really think that this is uh, the use of uh, the sexual assault issue by some Democrats to really hijack the confirmation process at any cost because they're concerned of what a Kavanaugh appointment to the Supreme Court would do for Roe v. Wade and other other issues. So it's it's about as dirty, potentially, of politics as you can get right now. Yeah, it sure feels that way. So, Greg, what about um, the machinery of the day on Thursday? Do you know anything about that, about when this will take place, the time of the day? Um, Where? All those different negotiations have been going back and forth now. It feels as though for at least a week. What are the specifics? Any idea? Yeah, well, a lot of these details were still being hashed out over the weekend. And to be honest, I was uh, covering a couple of other issues today, so I, I may not be as uh, up-to-date as on the machinery that you're asking about, but what we do know are some of the requests that have been granted by the Senate Judiciary Committee. For example, uh, Christine Ford did not want to be um, in the same Senate committee hearing room at the same time sure. with Kavanaugh. Now, she had originally wanted Kavanaugh to go first, and then she would respond. Um, I know Republicans were very opposed to that because they felt Kavanaugh needed to respond because he was the one being accused of the inappropriate material or activity. Um, So um, at at this particular hour, I don't know if that has been sorted out yet. Um, So it seems as if what we're going to have happen is on Thursday we'll have two separate... uh, 
um, a, not not two separate hearings per se, but two separate appearances before the hearing, one by Dr. Ford, one by Judge Kavanaugh. Uh, and I guess, you know, a sense that I have looking forward to Thursday is that, based on what we've heard and seen so far, is it seems like it's going to be hard to either prove or disprove the the activity in question. Yes. Even after we hear from both sides right. on this issue, unless there's some brand new revealing evidence that nobody knows about yet. Right. So if that's the case, and I think that's probably, I mean, unless someone does think, a, I don't think a this Perry is, Mason confession. I don't know if this is provable or disprovable. Yeah. So then what happens? I mean, on Friday or Monday of the following week, is Do there a vote, vote that's taken? Right. I don't know how soon after Thursday the committee would then vote, but it would be um, most likely within a very few days, if not the next day, that they would schedule a committee vote. Now, there is a Republican advantage on the committee by one. If all Republicans vote, then, you know, the, you know it's commended then onto the Senate. In fact, the committee, the full Senate technically can vote on a nominee for Supreme Court, even without the recommendation mm. of the committee. So even the committee vote is somewhat, um, you know, unnecessary to a certain degree, but obviously it, it helps moving forward. And then, assuming that he's voted out of committee, or even if this, the full Senate moves forward anyway, there would be the full Senate vote. Obviously, you have the 51 to 49 advantage of the GOP in that, uh, in that case. And so all eyes now are then on what are perceived to be two or three very key potential swing votes on the nomination. They include Jeff Flake, who is a Republican, retiring member of uh, the Senate from Arizona. He's, he's raised some concerns about Kavanaugh. And then you've got two female senators, Collins of Maine and Murkowski of Alaska. Everybody's looking at how they'll vote. Yes. Okay, what about, though, and this makes me... I don't know. This is this is what's interesting. Just counting uh, the numbers wise is that, like, for example, Manchin in West Virginia, uh, that that state went for Trump. It went hard for Trump. And um, and as this goes on, I wonder if classic Trump core voters are going to get more and more annoyed with a man they perceive as being smeared. And so is someone like Manchin going to go over and flip? Yeah, no, that's a good point, Kathy, because, you know, he and Senator uh, Heidi Heitkamp are also in that same arena in terms of being representing states that voted overwhelmingly for Donald Trump. And then as senator, are you voting your conscience only? Are you voting for how, um, you know, your your residents and your state, right. your constituents uh, would would like you to vote? That's always a tricky thing for, you know, members uh, who are in public service like this on issues like this. Um, there are there is some sentiment that if um, if if the testimony goes forward on Thursday, um, that gives Democrats cover uh, to do you know to just vote however they want to, even 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 senators like Manchin and Heitkamp. But there is pressure though on them uh, when it comes to re-election time in terms of you know how the voters in their in their state are voting on the matter. So those are also key members to keep an eye on. Last question about Kavanaugh for you, Greg. Um, is this hearing on Thursday private? Are these hearings private? Last last I heard, they were going to be public on um, television. I, I, on television, I believe so. Um, but camera. again, uh, the, these were these were details and logistics that were still being hashed out uh, over the last few hours. So 
Um, I need to uh, I need to dig deeper into that, but that's obviously something to watch. And 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 you know the White House admits that last week they were privately preparing with Judge Kavanaugh at the White House. Two or three days he was showing up there for hours at a time, working with key officials at the White House in preparing him for what they expected to be hearings. And they acknowledged that they were in their mock. Um, hearings and questioning sessions were bringing up, you know, uh, questions about his past, his dating history, how he treated women, uh, whether or not he had a lot of parties at high school and college, you know, so very personal questions. And so uh, in, in each of these instances with Judge Kavanaugh and with Dr. Ford, uh, per- you know, we're looking at some potentially very uh, embarrassing and potential questions oh. that could be posed on Thursday. And so if it's a public hearing, it's going to be all the more of the spectacle. Right. I mean, this is unbelievable, isn't it? We have, we've come to this point in I American know. life. There's got to be a better way than I this. I don't know. I mean, in some ways, I mean, no one comes out the better for this. However, no. if this is true, if these allegations do prove correct and Brett Kavanaugh, you know, is the guilty party here, then, then we are better to, to pass on this. If they're not true, you've just destroyed a man's right. career but, but, and as, life. but as we started out saying, and Greg, I think this is the foundation of it, this to me is not provable or disprovable. So I don't know what this is going to prove. This is going to have to be an emotional decision where we watch them and they're like, no, I like him better or I like her better. That's a horrible way to decide a Supreme Court nominee. It really is. And we, we often say about the presidential election process, how it, you know, it seems as if, you know, all of the all of the people that might be best qualified, uh, you know, to run for president might be turned off by the process yes. because it's such an awful gauntlet to run through. The, the very same thing is now apparently, you know, appears to be happening to the confirmation process, process for Supreme Court justices. Yes. SRN News White House correspondent Greg Clugson is with us. Greg, in just a, the short amount of time we have left, talk to us about uh, Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein and his flare-up with President Trump. Yeah, a lot of confusion and conflicting reports mm-hmm. today. It really stems back to late last week when the New York Times reported that Rosenstein uh, had uh, apparently discussed the possibility of invoking the 25th Amendment that ha- would allow the cabinet, if it so chose to do so, remove the president from office because he was unfit for service. Now, Rosenstein was quick to denounce and deny that story, uh, and But that, of course, just adds to the whole um, issue surrounding the Russia investigation, because as the Deputy Attorney General, Rosenstein oversees Robert Mueller's special counsel Russia investigation, because the Attorney General, Jeff Sessions, recused himself from that. So the Deputy Attorney General is a very key player in the entire Russia probe. Of course, he's come under attack, as has Sessions, from the President, who has called this a hoax, and a witch hunt, and uh, it's been trying to undermine that process. So now there were reports earlier this morning that uh, you had Rosenstein going to the White House. He was either going to be uh, fired. He was either going to resign. He talked with President Trump, who's in New York, by telephone, and he's in New York for the U.N., the president is. When he gets back to the White House Thursday, he's going to have a sit-down with Rosenstein. So uh, between now and then, a lot of questions about whether or not Rosenstein will still have a job by the end of the week. All right, so... Final question. I, I don't see how Trump comes out looking good if he ends up firing Rosenstein. 
no. You not only have Democrats warning that, but even Republicans who have been saying that. They've been saying that all along about Sessions and Rosenstein because they're afraid uh, that would uh, really look like obstruction of justice. And so uh, as of now, Rosenstein still has his job. They'll have a sit-down, a face-to-face meeting at the White House on Thursday to discuss these news reports and anything else going on. And we'll have to wait and see. Thursday shaping up to be quite the day between the Kavanaugh hearings and this meeting with Rosenstein. John and I are just going to sleep over, you know, different rooms, of course, but the night before because it's just going to be too oh much. Oh, my goodness Greg, gracious. are you sleeping at the White House? Come on, fess up. Uh, my schedule is all over the map, yeah, so anything's possible. He's got a yes. sleeping bag, people. We know it. <laughs> hey, Greg, thanks an awful lot. We always appreciate the insight and the wisdom you provide us. Sure thing, guys. Have a good week. You as well. Greg Clarkson, SRN News White House Correspondent. Information about Greg at wordfm.com. Jerusalem, a city like no other. Richly historical, staggeringly beautiful, a place without time. The crossroads of our faith, the birthplace of Christianity. You're invited to join with others from around the globe to experience Pentecost in Jerusalem in 2020 from May 31st to June 3rd, 2020 at the place where God first poured out His Spirit on planet Earth. This is a once-in-a-lifetime event to visit the land where Jesus walked and yours can be transformed. Experience this extraordinary adventure May 31st to June 3rd, 2020. Early bird special and group discounts available now at Jerusalem2020.com. Walk in the footsteps of Jesus. Hear His words. Pray in the upper room. Be inspired and be renewed and transformed, empowered and refocused. Reserve your spot. Register today at Jerusalem2020.com. That's Jerusalem2020.com. Why pay double for windows, siding, and doors? When getting estimates, make sure Windows R Us is one of them. More than a window company, they're the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofing, siding, doors, gutters, even shutters and downspouts. You'll love their no-pressure sales approach, straightforward pricing, and fast turnaround. And their no-loophole lifetime warranty covers everything, including labor and glass breakage. Mention Word FM for an exclusive 10% discount. Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company at windowsruspittsburgh.com. I just saved hundreds of dollars by switching to GEICO. I should have done this years ago. Disclaimer, traveling back in time is physically impossible unless you know how to build a functioning time machine. Then by all means, travel 25 years back in time, switch your car insurance to GEICO. You could save a bunch of money. While you're there, please prevent your younger self from wearing that sleeveless tuxedo t-shirt, parachute pants, and glitter high tops to your senior prom. And at long last, rectify this horrible crime against nature. GEICO is absolved of all liability if you destroy the fabric of time and space. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Let's get to work with E-Verify, the modernized employment eligibility verification partner that can maximize your potential. They're helping employers throughout the hiring process so they can focus on other business. Get started at everify.gov go. The economy is growing, businesses are hiring, and Americans are feeling good about their future opportunities. Looking to upgrade your career? Word FM hosts an online virtual job fair 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, every day of the year. Keyword virtual at wordfm.com now to find our newest employment opportunities from the comfort of your computer or smartphone sponsored by express employment professionals of robinson township the virtual job fair at wordfm.com
My oldest son is about a month into his junior year at Grove City College. So, you know, we, we talk back and forth. That's the beauty of texting. And uh, I, I called him up this past week and said, how you doing? He said, uh, Dad, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I, I regret my second year of French. But overall, <laughs> I am bearing down hard on these classes. He's uh, in computer information systems. He said, it's really hard, but I'm loving it. Mm. And I think that's been his sort of his uh, sort of uh, phrase throughout his whole career, this third year at Grove City College. He's digging the classes. It's very hard work. Okay, we did not plan this. But I talked to my daughter this morning, who's a sophomore at Grove City. And she said something really similar to that. She She's a... Uh, a a swimmer there on the uh, on the team and she said you know swimming is a is a big time commitment um especially because my classes are really hard and i said you know we talked about each one of the classes and she said but here's the thing i love every one of my classes nice now i gotta be honest i don't ever remember a single time in my entire college career saying i love all my classes (laughs) i just didn't happen yeah yeah but the investment that the professors make in students at Grove City is something that I I have, from an honest, personal perspective, I never experienced myself. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's something about the place. There really, really is. I mean, your kid goes there. My kid goes there. And, if, we if, came and if your kid goes there, they're not going to have an easy time, no. but they're going to end up with an outstanding education. Yep. And those relationships, that community... Believe me, uh, this is solid quality, and it's Christ-centered. Jesus is right in the mm-hmm. middle, I know, of my boy's life and your girl's life as well, and it's fueled in many ways by Grove City and the experience there. So if you're interested in a college equipping your child to think clearly about how their faith interacts with their vocation and in the world and um, causing them to be great citizens and people who really think deeply about things, I cannot think of a better place to recommend than Grove City. Go Grove City. Soaking rain is on the way tonight. There could even be flooding and poor drainage areas, otherwise cloudy with lows near 60. For tomorrow, we'll stay mostly cloudy, a little warmer and more humid with some lingering showers. High will be 75. Warm and muggy tomorrow night, low 68 with rain and thunderstorm late. Wednesday starts out with heavy thunderstorms in the area that can cause flooding downpours and locally damaging winds. Lingering showers, high 72 in the afternoon. I'm Mackie with the meteorologist Frank Strait on 101.5 Word FM. Oh, Monday Night Football. Mm. It doesn't have the same fury or excitement in years past because the Steelers have yet to win a game and it looks kind of dicey this evening. But listen, they tied. We did tie. That's so depressing. Oh, it's that tie is so depressing. Yeah, and the Browns won yesterday, right? I, you know, I didn't see the Browns score yesterday. I know the Bengals Wait, that was lost. Thursday. I don't, oh, okay. Did they it was win? A Thursday, okay. they did. Yeah, Thursday so, against the Jets. Right? Oh, that was the big comeback, right? Of what's this, Baker Mayfield? Yeah, right. I, I, I saw the Cincinnati lost yesterday, and the Baltimore won. And who lost? The um, Patriots. Oh yeah, baby. Which. Was so satisfying and a wonderfully warm way to end Isn't the it weekend. Though? To the Lions of all, all teams. I loved it. I Feels loved good. it. Yeah, I love how Tom Brady just looks so angry. Mm-hmm. Just like, how could this possibly have happened He's in my life? He's not accustomed to losing, welcome, is he? Welcome to it. Biggest so, baby in sports. Mm. I love it. Tonight versus Buccaneers. Um, and, I mean, I feel good about it. I have to get up early in the morning, so I don't know if I feel good about 
me being engaged for the second half. What time's kickoff? I think it's 8.30. Am I right about that, Mike? So you're going to bed close to midnight, huh? I don't think I can do that. That's late. I don't think I can go to bed at midnight and like get up at 5.30. Mm -hmm. I think that's cutting it. That is is unrecognizable to me. Uh, Will you watch? Yeah, I'll watch. I mean, I guess. Look at I how we're dragging you in. I, yeah. Look at John was all like principled, Mike, a couple yeah. weeks ago. Well, look, that you know, while the weather's warm and well, I have a life and I'm not going to fall into this football watching thing. I'm and wearing a jacket. Can... Is summertime out there right now? I don't see summer. It is a little dark and dreary. Yeah, it is. <laughs> right, so that makes it okay Fall, to watch yeah, the game. It does. Fine. It's still fine. How could yeah. you miss this drama too, John? What drama? Well, what we don't drama? know whether Le'Veon Bell is going to be oh, traded please. at any moment. Oh, my Do God. We don't think know I whether care? Antonio Brown is speaking to the rest of the team. Yeah, exactly. It's a little circus. Why would I care about a multimillionaire turning down money? What, what, how does that intersect in my life? You know how it used to be is you'd get so frustrated with politics and you'd be so depressed about politics, you'd go to sports yeah. because there wasn't any politics. Not you know anymore. What I mean? <laughs> you could just enjoy the games. You could enjoy the strategy. Now it's this. Yeah. It's a circus. It is exactly that. The peanut vendor is out amongst us. It just bothers So wave your terrible towel and uh, put your head down. Let's go Steelers. All right. Hey, we'll take a break. Come back. We're going to talk about communication, Dr. T. Yeah, I think, we, I think we could use a little conversation about communication. Good. Stick around. It's the Ride Home with John and Kathy here on Word FM. God. It's bold, it's direct, it cuts across the grain of popular culture. It illuminates the mind and transforms the soul. Its meaning doesn't change. It applies to everyone, everywhere. Hi friend, this is John MacArthur encouraging you to find out what the Bible means by what it says. Join me for clear teaching from God's compelling word every Monday through Friday right here on Grace to You. Tomorrow morning at 7 on 101.5 WORD. Obamacare, Trump Care, Affordable Care, Cobra, all the choices, but they all seem to bring one word to mind, expensive. There are a lot of changes happening in healthcare today, but fortunately, I know someone that's been on the forefront of health insurance for years, and that's Todd Marley at Marley Financial. Todd and his team of professionals are licensed with virtually every healthcare provider in the country. They help to determine which plan is right for you and then expertly help you choose the best plan for your needs and then do so prudently. You don't need maternity coverage? Well, call Marley Financial. Have pre-existing conditions? Well, call Marley. Want just catastrophic or just accident? You know the answer. Worried about the penalty? All of Marley's financial plans are penalty exempt. And because they know how to design the plans, most of their clients save 30 to 60%, which can add up to several thousands of dollars a year. So give Todd at Marley Financial a call, 724-884-1496. That's 724-884-1496 or on the web, marleyfg.com. I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's premier home purchase lender. Today's fluctuating interest rates can leave you with unexpected higher mortgage payments. At Quicken Loans, we've created a new way to protect you from unpredictable interest rates so you can buy a home with certainty. It's called Rate Shield, and here's how it works. With Rate Shield, you can lock your interest rate while you shop for a new home. So if rates go up, you don't have to worry. And here's the best part. If rates go down, you get the lower rate. With Rate Shield, we really have you covered. 
Here are more reasons why you'll want to work with America's largest mortgage lender. For eight years in a row now, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. And for the fifth year in a row, they've also ranked us highest in the nation for mortgage servicing. Rate Shield, another way we can save you money on your mortgage. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Based on Rocket Mortgage data in comparison to public data records, Rate Shield approval only valid on certain 30-year purchase transactions. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender license in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply. Are your credit cards maxed out? Do you owe more than $10,000? Are you juggling your bills only making minimum payments? Credit card companies are playing a dirty trick on you. They want you to think you must pay it all back, and that's simply not true. Credit card companies hate it when we expose their secrets. In fact, there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. National Debt Relief offers programs that help you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $1 billion of debt. National Debt Relief has earned an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. They're also the number one rated debt relief program by top consumer reviews and top 10 reviews. Don't declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. Settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you Call National Debt Relief now at 800-645-1660. 800-645-1660. If you're not in the club, you're missing out. Word FM Discount Shopping Club members get up to half off great deals every day, right from your computer or smartphone. Like today, get triple the clean for half the price. Locally owned Sears Carpet Cleaning on Mary Avenue, Pittsburgh, is offering three rooms professionally cleaned, a $99 value, discount priced for shopping club members at just 50 bucks. Log on now to wordfm.com, keyword shopping. At Grace Wellness Center, our philosophy is that we are called to thrive. We're always called to something bigger, something more. God is calling us, Aki. God is calling us. And you know what? I'm so looking forward to how we'll be able to bless others. I'm going to say this. This show has been such a blessing to me. You know, my wife and kids will only listen to me if my voice is coming out of the radio. <laughs> is that right? That's right. That's awesome. I can't Maybe wait. some other people will listen to us. Called to Thrive is right here on Word FM every Saturday at 930. Check us out. Join us. You know, what makes me anxious is that people, you know, whether it's friends or family, you're sitting around the dinner table having a conversation, and people have an absolute certainty that they have a complete and total grasp on the nuance and the ability to see behind the scenes on the topical conversation of the day. Right, which for the most part, at least in the Kavanaugh instance, is something unknowable. Right. And, and of course, when you talk about what happened in the past couple of weeks, whether it's uh, Serena Williams or Urban Meyer, I mean, all these different things require a little peek behind the scenes to look into somebody's motives or ideas about why what happened. Or when. to think about the alternative viewpoint. Yes. Of whoever that is. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Ohio State, Ohio State decided to keep Urban Meyer. And a lot of people thought that was a horrible idea and sent a horrible message. Well, probably be good and healthy for all of us to kind of look at what Ohio State was thinking about and what the opposition was thinking about. Dr. Tim Uhlhoff is back with us. Tim is from Biola University. His latest book is Winsome Persuasion, Christian Influence in a Post-Christian World. Tim, always a pleasure. As a professor of communications, you sort of shake things up here with us, and we appreciate that. (laughs) Well, hey, let me just say real quick, I'm born and raised Michigan. Whatever Ohio State officially does is wrong. By definition, (laughs) good attitude. that is wrong. No, seriously, great attitude. I like that evidentiary base. Falling into a hole like everybody else, Tim. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, Tim, what do you say about that, though? I mean, we um, it, let's talk about the Kavanaugh thing first, only because, you know, it's the, it's ty- it's the, it's the tyranny of the immediate. Um, it, I'm shocked by the, the number of the numbers of people who are absolutely certain that they believe one or the other. Right. Right. And to me, all of these, I mean, pick whatever you want, Serena, Urban Meyer, Kavanaugh, it, that's a diagnostic test for me, most importantly. In other words, I teach about perspective taking. Taking. I teach that you need to take both sides of every perspective and be as objective as possible. And most of the times I can do that until my wires get tripped. And I got to tell you, I can do the Kavanaugh thing, though I'm a conservative and, and I do want a conservative on the bench. For some reason, the Kavanaugh thing, I can step back and be objective and take a look at both sides. But the Serena Williams thing is, for some reason, that just tripped my wires. Mm. And I, I, I can appreciate Serena broad strokes. Uh, of course, what she's doing for women's rights. But I am not a Serena person. Mm-hmm. I, I was. I took the umpire's position all the way, thought Serena was completely wrong. One of my best friends with Athletes in Action wrote an amazing piece about the issue and was incredibly objective and even sided with Serena. And I'm going, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Get out of here. So I think it's a diagnostic for me that there are certain issues that just trip my wires and I can't be objective. And then I I think I need to ask the Holy Spirit, what's going on here that in this situation I just can't be objective? Right. So what is that? I mean, of course, everybody, Tim, has bias in their life. Is it our history, you know, what we bring to the story, how we just view the world when we see a certain story, we tend to side one side or the other? I think it's all the above, John. But but remember what the book of Proverbs says, a man's thoughts are deep waters. So there are times, and I, I, if you're married, you know this, right? You get mad, and your wife says to you, why are you mad? And I said, I don't know, but I'm mad about this. And so sometimes the Serena thing trips, I think some of it is racial. I'll admit that, to to see um, Serena uh, kick into this very aggressive African-American style of communicating, there's something about that that I pull back from a little bit. Um, I I watch tennis religiously. I used to play tennis in high school on the tennis team. And so, you know, this isn't the first time this has happened with her. She's threatened the line person's life. Uh, in the U.S. Open 2009 mm-hmm. and then lied about it on public TV. I mean, it was as clear as a bell. You could hear what she was saying. And then she later denied it. So, and again, when Serena would lose, she always seemed to have an injury. Now, let me just say this. Since um, becoming a mother and going public with her struggles, there's been just a little bit of a softening towards Serena in my perspective. I so admire her doing that. But but still, I'm not objective when it comes to Serena. I think right. the first step to healing yourself is, if you can, is to stop and say, i, I got to be honest with you, on this issue, guys, I'm just not super objective. I, I really think she was wrong, like completely wrong. Right. And, and that, that might be the first step. Yeah, and I think... Um I think that that's, and I'm, you know, I'm a registered Republican. I'm not trying to hide anything from anybody. And so I have my own perspective on this. But I wonder if, 
the Democrat perspective on Kavanaugh is just colored by the fact that he trips their wires because of the Roe v. Wade thing. And even though if you if you read like the most basic judicial analysis, the court is not going to overturn Roe v. Wade or if they do, it's just going to go back to the states. It's not like there's going to be a wholesale like abortion is illegal in America. I mean, I, I, I just feel like it's not even a logical fear. I think it's just what you're saying. I think it's just that he trips their wires. Well, and there's a Russian linguist named Bakhtin. He has this great phrase called already spoken. So when, when you talk about any issue, Bakhtin says, what are all the already spoken that mm, happened before this present conversation? So again, I think for the Democrats, immediately they say, hey, what did you guys do when President Obama wanted to put up a moderate? Right. Right. What did you do? You stalled and you ran out the clock. You wouldn't even consider this man. So guess what? It's payback. Right. So I do think it's good to step into a situation and ask, what's the history behind this conversation with everybody involved? And myself included, what's my history that causes me to to struggle with objectivity? And I think in academics, we try to do that. We at least try to say, we call them delimitations in a study, which means, hey, let me just tell you right now, I'm a white, um, uh, independent, leaning towards conservative. I'm a committed evangelical Christian. Um, now, let me put all that on the table, sure. and I hope I, I can rise above that. I, I hope I can be objective and listen to your points and even admit that you just made a great point. But at first, let me just get my um, biases out there and my commitments out there so that you know about them and then let's have a conversation about it. That's good. From Biola University, Dr. Tim Uhlhoff is with us. Tim is professor of communications at Biola. So Tim, let's just move forward to Thursday. And I'm sure, you know, this is going to be this this hearing or whatever you want to call it uh, is going to air on television. So we're all going to get a chance yeah. to sort of be that fly in the wall. When you're going to see this and Kath and I've talked oh. about this. How do you distill the truth? I mean, are you going to look at people's facial expressions or tics or the the staccato in their voice or all these different things? There's no way that the truth is ever really going to fully come out here, is there? Right, and our biases will not go away. There's a quote I use in Winsome Persuasion, uh, my last book on this topic. Uh, uh, an Episcopalian said to a Baptist, I can't listen to you because of what I expect you to say. <laughs> so uh, we know this from communication research. We know this from heading into a, a debate, a political debate. And easily 80% of the people have already made up their mind, and that will not shift one iota during the actual debate. I was in an airport one time, and there was a presidential debate. It was between, um, oh, I forget who the two people were, but as we're walking onto the plane, I wanted to hear the debate, and all I got was one sentence from, like, I think it was the president, um, um, and the woman behind me goes, liar! Oh my God. I was like, oh my goodness, I turned around. I was like, she said, liar! And I was like, she, she, first word out of his mouth, and she's calling him a liar. So when we head into Thursday, 80% of Americans have already made up their mind, and literally mm -hmm. nothing will change their mind. And then we have to step back, and we have to say, okay, what criteria are we going to use to judge this? So I, I do think the hashtag MeToo movement has done a great job of saying, hey, these things are serious and we need to flesh them out. So I'm, I'm happy that this woman is stepping up to testify. And again, it has cost her dearly to do this. And then we have a man who's been nominated for the highest court in the land. So I say, as objectively as I can be, if what she is saying is true, he's gone. Yeah. 
he's gone. I don't. And it's like, well, come on, <laughs> we're really going to judge him harshly than what he did in high school? Yeah. Because, yeah, because he said he didn't yeah. do it. So that means he's a liar. Right. He's, he's currently, right. currently lying. So now we have to ask the question, what's our criteria? And I, I would just simply say that um, she's going to have to collaborate this somehow. If this is just her against him, I think he gets confirmed because she, she needs to bring something to the table. Otherwise, this is just open season, and the mere presence of an accusation is all that's needed to take down a certain person. Right. None of us want to live in a situation or a don't. society like that. Hey, Tim, thanks enough a lot. Always fascinating. Tim Muehlhoff from Biola University. His latest book is called Winsome Persuasion, Christian Influence in a Post-Christian World. Tim Muehlhoff. I'm Nick Soboleski, a select quote agent with a true story that could save you hundreds of dollars a year. A woman named Linda just called. Her husband, Ray, has a $300,000 group life insurance policy, but is changing jobs and can't take it with him. Well, I shopped the many highly rated term life insurance companies we represent and found Ray, who is 41 and takes medication to control his cholesterol, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $27 a month. That's almost twice the coverage for less than half of what he had paid. If SelectQuote hasn't shopped for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-452-6990. That's 800-452-6990. 800-452-6990. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. The Pittsburgh North Regional Chamber invites you to a taste of cranberry. Monday, September 24th, over 20 of your favorite local eateries and chains converge on the Doubletree by Hilton and Cranberry with unlimited samples from 5 to 8 p.m. Enjoy great food, entertainment, kids zone, and prizes. Tickets are available now at pghnorthchamber.com. Don't miss a taste of cranberry. Monday, September 24th at the Doubletree by Hilton and Cranberry. Visit pghnorthchamber.com. Over two-thirds of Christian young people will step away from their faith while attending a non-Christian college or university. But Word FM and Salem Media Pittsburgh have a solution. Salem Media Pittsburgh has partnered with Judson University, a private Christian college, in offering a limited number of special grants designed to decrease the cost of tuition by over half. These tuition grants are available now. Call our tuition solution specialist at 412-503-4769 to reserve yours. I get this warm feeling every single time we have special needs patients in our office. Their needs are not that different from anybody else. Spending the time with that patient is very rewarding to me. Exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care at StockFamilyDentistry.com. This is really interesting. Every time we talk about Thursday and Brett Kavanaugh and Dr. Ford, our phones light up. And we're not even asking for phone calls. Mm-hmm. We're just having a conversation. No. I mean, tensions are so deep and thick, so high with mm-hmm. passion, emotion right now. Absolutely. What a fascinating right. time. Here's my concern. And I mentioned this when we talked earlier today on the phone. Is that I think we all have to be careful about being certain. Yeah, like we just talked about. I think that is a major, major problem. Unless you know Kavanaugh or unless you know Christine Blasey Ford, um, you should not be certain 
about this. You should not have certainty because there is no evidence that has been presented. You should not be certain. And let me say this. This is my concern about that is when you when we find ourselves certain about something and then later we find out evidence to the contrary. We don't believe it. No. We think, well, well, I don't believe that. that. Be. I don't believe that. Well, look, I mean, because it, because we were so certain, if we had just held off, and we had just decided to approach this with as open of a mind as possible, that when we find out contrary evidence, then I think we're likely to believe it. But no. if we are going in all guns blazing with our minds made up about something we do not understand, then I think we're setting ourselves up I for agree. being horrible citizens. Here's the thing: what I, the the thread in in these in this story, the Alcohol abuse is all bets are off because you've seen this. When you see someone sober. I went to college. I remember. Right. So when you see someone sober and then after they have a few drinks. They become totally different person. Exactly. So that to me is the red herring. I mean, who knows what to, what to expect. Uh, even I'm sure Brett Kavanaugh's wife had. You know, tell me the truth. What what went right. on there? Right. He may not even remember. She may not remember. I mean, clearly both of these were, were clouded memories. Listen, let me also say this. Didn't the progressive left in America tell us that we should just all be able to sleep with whoever we want to sleep with? So what's the big deal? Sharing the word that changes the world. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh, a service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh and Christine Blasey Ford are set to testify under oath this Thursday about Ford's allegations of sexual assault against Kavanaugh. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell condemned allegations of sexual misconduct against Kavanaugh as a shameful, shameful smear campaign created by Democrats. He then made this vow. Facts will be heard. Judge Kavanaugh and the American people deserve nothing less. And I want to make it perfectly clear, Mr. President... Judge Kavanaugh will be voted on here on the Senate floor, up or down, on the Senate floor. This fine nominee to the Supreme Court will receive a vote in this Senate in the near future. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 181 points, but the Nasdaq rose 6, the S&P declined 10. This is SRN News. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, driven by Calusi Chevrolet, serving the Pittsburgh area for 100 years. Pumpkins, 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 and more pumpkins. Pumpkins are what the Springhouse is thinking about this time of year. Hi, it's me, Marcia, from the Springhouse, and we love sharing our farm with you during this beautiful time of year. We've got all kinds of fun planned for you and your family to be able to spend the whole day on our farm. Pumpkin patch hay rides, a petting zoo, giant square bale stack and pipes for sliding, a hay maze and a corn maze, pumpkin picking right out of the field, old-time games under a tent up on the hill, and lots more. And when you get hungry, of course we have great eats inside, too, with lots of pumpkin creations. Pumpkin pie, pumpkin cookies, pumpkin bread, pumpkin custard, and even pumpkin black bean chili. Every October Saturday features a family-friendly meal, and October Sundays feature our 4-H hog roast with all the fixins. Plan to spend a memory-making day on the farm at the Springhouse in 84 PA, 724-228-3339 or springhousemarket.com. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available 
and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-500-5588. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-500-5588 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your social security check. Call 800-500-5588 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-500-5588. Great experiences are meant to be shared. How about the experience of a great night's sleep? This is John Hall, and I've been sharing with you about my pillow for a long time. It's truly the most comfortable pillow I've ever owned. It's machine washable, dryable, never loses its shape, and it gives me the support I need no matter what position I'm in. And it comes with Mike Lindell's famous 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Once you experience my pillow, I'm sure that you'll love it too. And you're going to want to share that great experience with somebody else, which is great because right now you can get two my pillows for the price of one with Mike's buy one, get one free deal. Just call 1-800-961-9207. Mention the promo code word to start enjoying the best sleep of your life or type it in when you visit MyPillow.com. So don't delay. That's 1-800-961-9207. Or visit MyPillow.com. Use the promo code WORD. Soaking rain is on the way tonight. There could even be flooding in poor drainage areas, otherwise cloudy with lows near 60. For tomorrow, we'll stay mostly cloudy, a little warmer and more humid with some lingering showers. The high will be 75. Warm and muggy tomorrow night, low 68 with rain and thunderstorm late. Wednesday starts out with heavy thunderstorms in the area that can cause flooding downpours and locally damaging winds. Lingering showers, high 72 in the afternoon. I'm Mackie Weather Meteorologist Frank Strait on 101.5 Word FM. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home on 101.5 Word FM. And now here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. I don't know if, it, if this is you or if this is just my world, but I find myself looking at, you know, online at the newspaper every 15 minutes. I've become some, sort of obsessed some, by this. Some news is going to break. Something. There's mm-hmm. going to be a big development that I'm going to miss. And so here I am, you know, uh, with Brett Kavanaugh and all that whole hubbub and mm-hmm. Uh, oftentimes, I'm rewarded with a little nugget. It, I feel like, you know, kind of a squirrel. Uh, I'm just waiting for a little something here to come my way. Well, if if you're a squirrel mm-hmm. and this is satisfying your craving, you're a sick animal. <laughs> I'll tell you that right it's now. It's the world we live in. All right. So we've been talking today about the uh, article in The New Yorker that came out this morning by Ronan Farrow oh, and Jane Mayer. Yeah. In the article, they detail the story of Deborah Ramirez, 53 years old, who attended Yale with... Uh, Mr. Kavanaugh, uh, Mr. R- Ms. Ramirez studied sociology and psychology. Uh, later, she spent years working for an organization that supports victims of domestic violence. And keep this in mind, just because this is full disclosure, the New Yorker contacted Ramirez after learning of her possible involvement in an incident um, involving Kavanaugh conveyed to them by Democratic senators. <laughs> Oh, there it is. It's back. 
Okay, so this is this is the catch. So after six days of carefully assessing her memories and then consulting with her attorney, Ramirez says that she felt confident enough of her recollections to say that she remembers Kavanaugh exposed himself at a drunken dormitory party. Mm-hmm. But in a statement, Kavanaugh wrote, this alleged event from 35 years ago did not happen. The people who knew me then know that this did not happen and have said so. This is a smear, plain and simple. I look forward to testifying on Thursday about the truth and defending my good name and the reputation for character and integrity I've spent a lifetime building against these last minute Allegations. Right. Ramirez says that when both she and Brett Kavanaugh were freshmen at Yale, she was invited by a friend on the woman's soccer team to a dorm room party. She recalled that the party took place in a suite in the part of Yale known as Old Campus. A small group of students decided to play a drinking game together. We were sitting in a circle. People would pick who drank. Ramirez was chosen repeatedly, and she quickly became inebriated. At one point, she said a male student uh, had a gag for her. Later on the floor, she was foggy, slurring her words. Male students stood nearby, and it was at that point where Brett Kavanaugh supposedly started to expose himself to her. Mm -hmm. Now, Ramirez acknowledged that there are significant gaps in her memories of the evening and that if she ever presents her story to the FBI or members of the Senate, she will inevitably be pressed on her motivation for coming forward after so many years and questioned about her memory given her drinking at said party. Now, here's the thing. This is is not even going to come up on Thursday, will it? No, I don't think it's... Well... So we've only gone through half of the article uh, we've um, at this on it point. Briefly, just yeah. you know, right now, obviously, we have read. I've read it at least five different times. It's super shoddy. It's it's lousy journalism. This is a bunch of allegations that are just unproven, and it really makes me think that Ronan Farrow has gone too far this time. He was the one who broke the news about Harvey Weinstein. I think did a lot of really good reporting. Clearly, has you know started a whole, his information and. And the articles that he presented have changed how America sees sexual harassment. I agree, yeah. So I don't want to minimize that. But I just think that this article does not live up to any of the other stuff he did. So I wonder, you know, you just sort of get hungry for, like, you know, another nugget and you want to keep on making a name for yourself and pushing this agenda. I mean, look, the the Me Too movement, it's long overdue. Mm Mm-hmm. No question about it. But when it becomes politicized like this and used to sort of pummel an agenda, which I believe is what it's doing right now. uh, We've gone too far. Becomes something else. The New Yorker has not confirmed, and this is from the article, with other eyewitnesses that Kavanaugh was present at the party. They have not confirmed that Kavanaugh was present at the party. Mm. The magazine contacted several dozen classmates of Ramirez and Kavanaugh regarding the incident. Many did not respond to interview requests. Others declined to comment or said they did not attend or remember the party. Right. So in both of these instances, Dr. Blasey Ford and this uh, Ms. Ramirez, the overriding uh, thread is that kids were blown out of their minds. They were drunk right. beyond recognition. Well, of course, when that happens, any everybody, anybody who's been that way, you know that anything right. and most likely everything does happen. Right, which is why if you're a young woman listening to me right now, don't drink at parties. Yeah, for your own safety, don't drink at parties. I mean, this now, is sort if of the you got, now if you got drunk at a party and you were sexually assaulted, I'm not saying it's your fault. Of course not. But I'm saying that if you have a chance to prevent it, prevent it, and do not drink at parties just don't do it yeah protect yourself so this was the 1980s right and i wonder 
have things changed that much on college campuses? College campuses are cesspools of like moral turpitude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, they always have been. Yeah. So this shouldn't be a surprise to anybody. Are people like shocked that there was drinking at Yale? <laughs> no, are people I don't shocked? Think so. Are people shocked that 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 people between the ages of eighteen and twenty two were sexually experimenting after they had become drunk? Mm-hmm. Well, is this a shock to anybody? No. Not at all. No, of course it's not a shock to anybody. And should it be a shock, and this is the part that is really sad to me, should it be a shock to any of us that these people were so drunk that they can't remember what happened? Not in the least. Now, again, there's a lot of people who would say, well, you know, what went on in college when you were 18 or 20 or whatever years old, it doesn't affect the way that I look at Brett Kavanaugh because he was just Well, a it kid. doesn't even matter because he said he didn't do it. So now it's about lying. Look, if he would have come out at the very beginning and said, you know what, I'm sorry I did this, but I've you know spent 35 years in the public. Since then, I've been investigated by the FBI. I'm not that guy. And I'm not that guy anymore, and I'm really sorry. That would be one thing, but that is not what he's saying. No. He is not saying he's sorry. He's saying these are made up, yeah, and he did not do it. Campaign. So if we find out he did it, then he's out because he's a liar. But there's no way to find out if he did it. How are we going to find out? How do you know? I don't know. Right? I, mean, is I don't there, know how you know. I, I don't think you do know. So that's what's going to make this Thursday when Dr. Blasey Ford and Brett Kavanaugh at separate times throughout the day mm-hmm. are going to appear before Republicans and Democrats who are going to grill and drink. I'm sure they're going to drill down deep into this drinking and all the debauchery that went on. All right. Listen to this. In a statement, two of those male classmates who Deborah Ramirez alleged were involved in this incident. The wife of a third male student, she said, was involved, and three other classmates, and they give their names, disputed Ramirez's account of events. Quote, we were the people closest to Brett Kavanaugh during his first year at Yale. He was a roommate to some of us, and we spent a great deal of time with him, including in the dorm where this incident allegedly took place. Some of us were also friends with Debbie Ramirez during and after her time at Yale. We can say with confidence that if the incident Debbie alleges ever occurred, we would have seen it or heard about it, and we did not. The behavior she describes would be completely out of character for Brett. In addition, some of us knew Debbie long after Yale, and she never described this incident until Brett's Supreme Court nomination was pending. Okay, so then the question is, why would you say that? What do you have to gain? Right. But here's the bigger question. Yes, that's a very important question. Here's another question. Why do you print this? Why do you print this article? This article is based on not very much. And I just feel like the incendiary value of it way, way, way overshadows what's actually in it. And that just makes the situation worse. Right. Well, don't you think we're at this point right now where anything that's said that would be obstructionist to this nomination going forward is going to be printed? Any rumor, any innuendo, it's all out there right now because I'm sure this past week, the people who are in charge of looking at this, you know, and, and want to publish or whatever, they're going to do their darndest to get that thing out there and just to make a, as much of a mess as possible. Throw it on the wall, see what sticks. It doesn't really matter. That's a horrible. That's how that, we. It's a horrible, unethical strategy. That's just inhumane. If that's their strategy, it's inhumane. I believe that that's what their strategy is. Right? Just throw it, see what happens, and then you know we'll pick up the pieces afterwards or not. And the man's reputation or livelihood or anything. Just be damned. It's absolutely awful. All right, we're going to change subject in just a minute. But if you're interested in talking about Kavanaugh, we're going to open up the phone lines at about 5.30. So please stay with us. But before then, we're going to turn to A.J. Swoboda, one of our favorite authors and guests. We're going to talk about redeeming how we talk. Maybe we could use this. We surely could. Be right back. It's The Ride Home with John and Kathy here on 101.5 Word FM. Point five W O R D 
Everywhere you go, anywhere you go, Word FM goes with you. That's because we're no longer trapped inside a radio. We're now everywhere you are, and you carry us around in your pocket. We're ubiquitous. There's an app for that, right? On TuneIn, on iHeart, on our own app, on WordFM.com, on ChristianRadio.com, on the next Radio FM chip. The iPhone. The iPhone. The iPhone. The iPhone. On your iPad, iPhone, and Android. We're always with you because we're inside your pocket. Whatever you do, don't lose us. 101.5 WORD. There are lots of changes happening in healthcare today. You've got Obamacare, Trump Care, Affordable Care, COBRA, all these choices, but they all seem to bring one word to mind, expensive. Now, fortunately, I know someone that's been on the forefront of health insurance for years, and it's Todd Marley at Marley Financial. Now, Todd and his team are licensed with virtually every healthcare provider in the country, and so they can help to determine the best plan for you. Don't need maternity coverage? Well, call Marley Financial. Do you have pre-existing conditions? Call Marley. Want just catastrophic or just accident? You know the answer. Are you worried about the penalty? All of Marley's financial plans are penalty exempt. And because they know how to design the plans, most of their clients save 30 to 60%, which can add up to several thousands of dollars a year. So call Todd, Marley Financial, 724-884-1496, or find him on the web at marleyfg.com. You don't know when your AC unit will call it quits, but you can rest assured it'll be at the most inconvenient time possible. And who has all day to wait around for a tech to arrive? With Ventec, there is no waiting around, including evenings and weekends. Ventec will repair and replace forced air, central AC, and even offers split mini-duct units to heat and cool individual rooms. With flat rate pricing instead of hourly fees, clean, courteous, convenient, and A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Ventec, 412-793-0661. A couple witnesses, Angel at a dangerous car crash. A man is healed on his deathbed and given another chance to live. Two Christian pastors perform an exorcism on a psychic possessed by demons. A man thought his baby died until the impossible happened. These miracles are true and are chronicled in the first book of a new series, When God Happens, True Stories of Modern-Day Miracles. When God Happens is compiled and edited by best-selling authors Angela Hunt and Bill Myers. Hunt and Myers came together to remind Christians God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. God has not turned his back on us or left us to our own devices. If you have an exciting miracle you'd like to see shared in the next edition of When God Happens, visit the website at whengodhappens.com. Get your copy now of best-selling authors Angela Hunt and Bill Myers' miraculous new book, When God Happens, True Stories of Modern-Day Miracles. Available now at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and wherever books are sold. Guys, we need to remind ourselves that the God of the Bible is not silent. Word FM presents Know the Truth's Philip DeCourcy at the 2018 Pastor Appreciation Luncheon. God has spoken, and He has spoken through His Word, and it's inspired, and it's inerrant, and it's authoritative, and it's breathed out, and it's able to make us wise unto salvation. It's able to make us complete, and it's able to accomplish. Equip us on the every good work. A free event for pastors, October 3rd at Heinz Field. RSVP now at wordfm.com slash pal. I'd say this uh, conversation we're about to have is very timely, considering where we are today in the state of communication. A.J. Swoboda is with us. A.J.'s a a pastor, Theophilus Church in urban Portland, Oregon. He's got a brand new workout, Redeeming How We Talk. It's co-written with Ken Weitzma. A.J., welcome back to the show. How are you doing today? 
it's great to be with you, and I'm doing marvelous. How Excellent. are you? Great. We oh. can't complain. Well, we're oh. a little I mean, anxious. We're, actually, we're losing our minds. Yeah. Only because we're trying to we're trying to be aware of what's going on in the political realm without being sucked into the crazy of it. Or being certain of our perspective. Right, right. So let's start there, John. This is a good point. So, AJ, we've been talking about the, the Brett Kavanaugh nomination and all of the conversation around it over the last hour. One of the things I brought up that's a concern to me is something that you've written about a little in your book, which is that when we're so certain about an issue that we don't understand the particulars of or we just don't understand the truth of, it seems to me when we actually find out the evidence and it goes against the idea or the belief we had at first, we tend not to believe the evidence because we were so certain about it that we say, oh, well, that evidence, that's, that's, that's trumped up. That's just that's fake news that, you know, what, and so it seems like we're losing the ability to actually be persuaded by evidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah that's, I mean, the, the language around that, of course, is that we live in a post truth culture, which um, is, is heartbreaking that we've come to a place where, um, yeah, as you say, evidence uh, d- doesn't doesn't matter. Um, you know, it's, it's really interesting when World War Two ended. Um, the allies who went through uh, Germany after essentially after you know the, the war had ended, they, they came across this very troubling phenomenon, and that was that they went, they would capture Nazi soldiers. Most of them didn't believe that the concentration camps existed, <laughs> and so what they did was they they had a policy. They would actually rent out uh, 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 theater houses, and they would take Nazi soldiers in who had been captured, and they would show them video uh, of Auschwitz, and. Um, the, the, the lesson in that, I think, is that we are often unable to see truth if we are complicit in falsehood. <laughs> um, meaning, if, if, we, if we have given ourselves to part of the problem, right. we don't want to see the truth because it, it makes us the problem. Mm. And that's hard to accept. Sure is. Right. Well, Jesus, I mean, it, it, frankly, Jesus, ta- the, the Gospels talk about this all, all the time. That when Jesus came to the world, the, the darkness hated the light because its deeds were evil. I mean, the point is that the world hated Jesus because Jesus implicated everyone. <laughs> so you, you don't want to believe in Jesus because Jesus implicates every human being in all of history. Right. So, so the certainty I was talking about at the beginning works to our advantage because we can pump ourselves up thinking that we're clearly, you know, the most logical thinkers and we have the, you know, we're the most intuitive and we can certainly make the best judgments about people and we can see things clearly while everybody else is just either stupid or uninformed or watches Fox News or whatever, you know, whatever, you know, your pejorative is that you want to attach to somebody. But we continually try to pump ourselves up so that we don't get to the place where we're implicated. Yeah, I've been. Uh, I recently watched this uh, this documentary about Mister Rogers, oh, and sure. uh, and it's just phenomenal. But part of the story is that when you watch Mister Rogers, one of the things he would do that nobody else would do is he would intentionally do things on the show that he was not good at to show people how to fail really well. So he would do these dances that he didn't know how to do, or he would play a game he didn't know how to play, with the intention of of showing people vulnerability. We live in such a image-driven uh, culture that we are all terrified of looking stupid. We're all terrified of looking wrong. And so when you're terrified of looking wrong, nobody has to repent anymore because you just argue your case. 
Christians should be the first to make mistakes and acknowledge them and mm-hmm. say, I've been wrong. We, we model to the world how to fail well. Yeah. We do it daily here from 4 to 6. Isn't <laughs> yeah. And here our podcast, johnnycathyshow.com, <laughs> for We're frequent failures. Fools. I mean, holy smokes. So, AJ, so you, you talk about in the new work the idea of words as, as sort of um, containers of holiness. Can you talk about that? Yeah, I actually, I couldn't hear you. Ask that question one more time. Yeah, so you, you talk about, you know, words as containers of holiness, that there is something, mm, you know, yes. words are, are beautiful and they carry weight yes, and we should yes, be careful yes. about how we communicate. Yeah, well, there, there should be no religion in the world that is more honoring of words than, than, than the Christian tradition. I mean, our entire story, Genesis 1 and 2, begins with a God who makes the entire world with words. Uh, the, the entire creative process is dependent on God's willingness to speak. Uh, in the book of Proverbs, of course, it talks about the, word, the power of words having uh, life and death. They can either kill or bring life. Um, and when Jesus comes into the world, the description of Jesus is the Word becoming flesh. So over and over and over again, uh, the, the words play an absolutely central feature of the Christian story. Um, and we should be the masters of, of using them. Mm. Um, but unfortunately, uh, we tend, as followers of Jesus, uh, to replicate the ways of the world rather than replicate uh, the, the pages of, of Scripture, mm. which gives so much weight uh, to the importance of, of words. Mm. AJ, what do you think about our, um, our inability to have hard conversations um, I know that you yeah. devoted a portion of your book to this and, you know, just by way of example, um, and I've shared this before on the air, but I had a, um, I had an ongoing, not a dispute with someone at work, but it was just an, we just didn't get along. That's all I can tell you. It was not about one issue. It was just two personalities that clashed, clashed. and it was, it was bad. And so to deal with it, we just didn't deal with it. Um, yeah. which of yeah. course was the, was the easiest response. And yet finally it got to the point where, um, I thought this is just dumb. I mean, we're acting like we're in third grade, but, um, yep. so I made the phone call and I said, Hey, you know, the, this, you know, this is me, blah, blah, blah. And I just said out loud, this was so hard for me. I mean, I had to get so psyched up for this conversation and I even went driving because I thought I'm not going to be able to do it if I'm standing in my house, I have to be driving. Um, so I said, why is it that you don't like me? That was it. And he waited a minute and thought about it. And you know what he did? He told me why he didn't like me. And that was the opening to what has ended up, I don't know how many years later, eight or nine years later, being a really solid friendship. And I know that that's hard for people to believe if they're thinking about someone that they are clashing with. But I'm telling you, that's what happened. Yes. It just took, yes. now that conversation was really awkward. It was, I mean, it took me days to actually make the phone call. And during it, I felt physically sick. Uh, but that was, those hard things that were said needed to be said. And that was the only portal through which he and I were going to get to where we are now. I'm convinced of it. Yep. Yep. I had a similar experience in the church that I pastor. Um, after the election, uh, two and a, so the, 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 when, when Trump was uh, elected to the presidency of our country, 
Um, I, I pastor a church in probably the most progressive zip code in America, <laughs> 97214 Portland, Oregon. Um, very progressive neighborhood, and we're reaching a lot of people from the neighborhood. Uh, when the election took place, it took place right before Thanksgiving, um, which was really hard because when you live in Portland and you have all these people who um, hated you know, Trump and what he stood for, uh, they had to go home to family. And more often than not, they went home to the family that raised them, which is traditionally more conservative uh, uh, Christian home. And what I what was so interesting is when when everybody went home after the election, they came back, and when I asked them, "Did you talk to your parents about everything?" Um, none of them did. It was it, we t- they talked about the weather, and time and time again, the reason was they felt because we never spend time with our parents. When we do spend time with them, the last thing we want to talk about is things that matter. Mm-hmm. And I, it, it all of a sudden it connected to me for me in my mind. There is a direct connection with our inability to talk with each other about hard things and our unwillingness to spend time with the people that we need to spend time with. If we actually spend time with people that matter to us, we'll start talking about things that matter to us. Hmm. But if we don't, we won't. No, because we, we listen, when you've only got two hours a year to be with your family over Thanksgiving, the last thing you want to talk about is stuff that's going to lead to an argument. You talk mm-hmm. about the weather. So we have a whole new problem in our, our, our culture, and that is literally generations that are vehement about their views on social media and everybody else. But when they come home, they talk about the weather. Oh, gosh. We're, so rough. I know. We're missing. And disappointing. It's just it's so vapid and banal. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting to me that the last promise in the Old Testament, the very last promise in the entire Old Testament in the book of Malachi is Malachi writes, God says, uh, Elijah will come and he will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the children to the parents. And I think the only way that this cultural phenomenon can be healed is if generations start talking to each Mm. other again. And ultimately, it cannot happen outside the grace of God. Well, that is such... Man, I think that there's truth in that. I really do. I mean, I can't tell you how many conversations, just in... It's so weird you're saying that. Just in the last couple weeks, I've talked to people who are either, you know, brand new parents, like they just just had a baby within the last couple weeks, or people who are having trouble with their teenage kids, or someone who's afraid that they're never going to get married. And every one of those people said, I wish I had somebody older to talk to about this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 No, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, uh, my generation, which I'm an old millennial, um, my generation, um, is we are all peer based. So authorities are all peers. And, uh, we, we, it has nothing to do with age or wisdom anymore. It has to do with who's most popular. Hmm. And to the degree that we have a sub- celebrity culture where our, our heroes are the ones that are the most famous and the most, and the most, um, known. Uh, we're never going to be able to receive wisdom. It's 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 a cycle of death. And honestly, I'm I'm saying this. And I don't want to depress your listeners. I'm not convinced that we're going to be able to turn the corner without some cataclysmic meltdown mm-hmm. that's going to cause us to go home and talk to the people yeah. that raised us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I you know what? I thought the same thing. I thought you know we need. I don't know what it's going to take for us to be in rooms together where we can actually talk about the things that matter in a way that's not destructive yeah that's not destructive i mean it's one thing i mean you're talking about people that didn't want to go home at thanksgiving and talk about anything and then we could also talk about the people that can't wait to go home and go with all guns blazing right yeah 
So what is that, AJ? Is it, is it fear? Is it politeness? Is it what? The, we don't want to engage in family history for the fear of upsetting the apple cart? I mean, we all want some sort of clarity. I, we all want that wisdom. I think that we know under under our thick skin, I think we are all unwilling to engage in other people because with other people because we we subtly know that we are trying to change everybody's minds and we are unwilling to change our own. And so we know we're hypocrites Mm. because everybody is trying to change everybody else's mind and nobody is willing to change themselves. Um, And, and ultimately as, as you know, as a Christian pastor, I have to, when I share my belief in God with somebody as passionate as I am about that belief with all my heart and I die for it, I still, if I'm a person of integrity, have to go into that conversation and be open to the fact that I can learn something from the person yes. I'm talking to. Yes. And that's Jordan Peterson, who's doing a lot of work on this stuff, yeah. is telling a whole new generation that don't talk to somebody unless you are open to the idea of being changed yourself. Mm-hmm. And unless we're willing to do that, we're not going to be able to discuss hard things. We just, we, we're, because we know we're hypocrites. We want to change everybody and we don't want to be changed. That's fabulous. The new book, Redeeming How We Talk. Discover how communication fuels our growth, shapes our relationships, and changes our lives. We've been talking with author A.J. Swoboda, who wrote this work along with Ken Weitzma. A.J., we love when you're with us. Thank you. Yeah, I love joining you guys. Grace and peace. Hi, I'm John Henney from Henney Jewelers. Since 1887, my family has helped people celebrate the most memorable moments in their lives. We are rooted in faith and commit to doing the right thing again and again. We believe in the covenant of marriage and use our To Have and To Hold program to encourage couples as they prepare to spend the rest of their lives together. Please stop into our Shadyside store to learn more or visit HennyJewelers.com. Henny Jewelers, your jewelers for life. Great experiences are meant to be shared. How about the experience of a great night's sleep? This is John Hall, and I've been sharing with you about my pillow for a long time. It's truly the most comfortable pillow I've ever owned. It's machine washable, dryable, never loses its shape, and it gives me the support I need no matter what position I'm in. And it comes with Mike Lindell's famous 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Once you experience my pillow, I'm sure that you'll love it too. And you're going to want to share that great experience with somebody else, which is great because right now you can get two my pillows for the price of one with Mike's buy one, get one free deal. Just call 1-800-961-9207. Mention the promo code word to start enjoying the best sleep of your life or type it in when you visit mypillow.com. So don't delay. That's 1-800-961-9207. Or visit MyPillow.com. Use the promo code WORD. If you're not in the club, you're missing out. Word FM Discount Shopping Club members get up to half off great deals every day, right from your computer or smartphone, like today. Get triple the clean for half the price. Locally owned Sears Carpet Cleaning on Mary Avenue, Pittsburgh, is offering three rooms professionally cleaned, a $99 value, discount priced for shopping club members at just 50 bucks. Log on now to wordfm.com, keyword shopping. Soaking rain is on the way tonight. There could even be flooding in poor drainage areas, otherwise cloudy with lows near 60. For tomorrow, we'll stay mostly cloudy, a little warmer and more humid with some lingering showers. High will be 75. 
Orban muggy tomorrow night, low 68 with rain and thunderstorm late. Wednesday starts out with heavy thunderstorms in the area that can cause flooding downpours and locally damaging winds. Lingering showers, high 72 in the afternoon. I'm Mackie Weather Meteorologist Frank Strait on 101.5 Word FM. Okay, so we do know that there will be some sort of, what would you call it, a hearing, perhaps? I guess you'd call it a hearing on Thursday. Right. Which will include, of course, uh, the aforementioned Dr. Blasey Ford and Brett Kavanaugh. And apparently it will be televised. Yes. Um, apparently Dr. Ford has acquiesced and she will go first, as she should. As she should. I mean, look at it. I mean, right. You're making the That's the way it always works. Right. And then Brett Kavanaugh. I mean, this is... This is one of these things. It's, uh, I'm. It's horrific. At, at the same time, I'm deeply compelled to watch. Right. Well, you have to watch it. Yeah. But you have to watch it with trying to maintain a sense of peace and decorum, <laughs> because it's just any political thing descends into circus. Right. Well, it looks like incredibly quickly. One of our guests during the four o'clock hour, Tim Muhlhoff, said he was watching a debate. As soon as one of the presidential candidates opened their mouth, the woman behind him yelled out, "Liar!" So everyone's going to go in already. Most people will with preconceived notions of who's right and who's wrong. Okay, but I hope we might be leaning. Like I might lean to support her, I might lean to support him, but I really hope none of us, and I just want to encourage everyone listening right now, do not be certain about either person unless you know them. Don't be certain. Right. Do not be certain. Keep an open mind and see what see what we find out. And I do believe that, I hope that this is not, although it is painted in this way, it's, oh, I'm a hardcore Republican, so... My guy, right. right or wrong, or right. I'm a hardcore Democrat, and clearly, you know, this woman was molested, and so uh, I know certainly this is what's going to happen. Read the email we just got. Okay, wait. I think I just closed it. Okay, here it is. Um, this just came in. What within the last ten minutes? Yeah. If you're a young man at a party, don't expose yourself or grope. Uh, wait, I, this must be written in someone's car because it's really. Poorly spelled. If you're a young man at a party, don't expose yourself or grope women. Clearly, you're in your typical defend Republicans at all cost mode. Now, we are not. <laughs> I am not. Which is ironic because of all the Trump supporters that are always picking on us that we don't love the president. I mean, I, look. We, Can the truth come out? Can't we? I'm not trying to defend Republicans. At no. All. We ne- we're not like that. This is like not that. a Republican-Democratic issue. I'm looking for the truth. Of course, nobody should be groping anybody at a party. Of course not. But I'm also saying nobody should be that drunk at a party. I'm just telling you for your own health, don't be drunk at a party. Right. Now, I'm not saying if you are sexually assaulted when you're drunk that it is your fault. But I'm saying if you can prevent it ahead of time, do so. Yeah. And the problem is we're reading these people's accounts and they were so drunk they don't remember what they did. Plus it's 35 years right, ago. Of course that also. I was drunk and it's like, you know, I'm barely able to remember, you know, my phone number anymore. 800-320-8255. We're going to open up the phone lines. 800-320-8255. Give us you, your wisdom on this. What do you think? Yeah. What is your take on what's going on here? What is it that you're thinking about that we're not thinking about that we need to know? 800-320-8255. 
And when we go to the phones, I always appreciate the conversation because if you're a believer in Jesus Christ, hopefully you're looking at this differently than the culture does. That you don't you don't necessarily have all the answers. That you're looking for wisdom, for some clarity, for some peace, for some sort of justice. Yes. 800-320-8255. Don't be afraid to chime in here. Set us. Set us on a path where justice is served, mm-hmm. where Christ is glorified in the midst of all this mm-hmm. craziness, all this horror, all this stupidity. I, I just, my heart breaks. I really, I just, it's a debacle that is, uh, I don't know. Okay, phones are ringing, so can we just, let's go right to, oh, there we go. You know, I, I when this first story, the, when the story first came out, yeah, there was a tweet by John Pithoritz. I remember who's John Pithoritz? He, he, I think, he's the editor of Commentary Magazine, but I follow him on Twitter. And he said, "Everything is terrible. If she's lying, that's terrible. Yeah. If he is lying, that's terrible. Everything's terrible. That's that's where we are. Is yeah. that it's just there's no good outcome of this. No." There isn't. And, and I think a lot of this, you know, again, I do not know what Brett Kavanaugh did or did not do. But a lot of this is that obstruct, resist thing, right? Not my president, yada, no, yada. Forget you that. know that that's the yeah, truth I of know, it all. But that, I, I oppose that at every quarter. Okay. 800-320-8255. You know, another thing that might help is if we learned how to lose. Who? All, all of us. us. Yeah. Let's go to the phones. Uh, this is Anonymous. Hi, Anonymous. You're live on the air with myself and Kath. Uh, what do you have? Well, I was I was in high school about that time, college about that time that all of this would have happened. And, you know, if I went back in time and pointed fingers at all the young men that were inappropriate at a time of movies like Animal House, yeah. you remember Animal House? Sure. None of them. I know, I know, I know high-powered attorneys and doctors in Pittsburgh that I would never point a finger to. They were kids. We were kids back then. We were idiots. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, I surely do. It was all, it was all a fun game. It was all stupid stuff. Yeah. And I, and I just don't think that you can point a finger going back 34 years to somebody like a Brett Kavanaugh and say, well, clearly, if you were a jerk back then, you are a jerk today. Yeah. Because God help us, we should have changed. Right. Hopefully, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Everyone grows up and matures, right? You get married, you yeah. have exactly. kids, you pay a mortgage. Yeah, exactly. I, hear, I hear everything you're get saying, an, Anonymous. But, get over it. Yeah, yeah. But, but, however, he yeah. has said categorically he did not do this so that's how that changes i mean all of a sudden it's a different standard because if he did it then he's a liar and he's out because we're not none of us want a liar as as a personality on the supreme court so if he would have if this was an allegation that he remembered and he said you know what i shouldn't have done that I was a horrible well, person a then. Point. I was a horrible person. I should never have done that. I treated women badly. But, you know, I feel like if you just look at my record, I've grown as a person, blah, blah, blah. I think that would be a different conversation. Sure, it is. I can understand that, and I get that point. But I can remember things. I'm even thinking about, you know, freshman year in college because I had a conversation with a friend not too long ago. The stuff she remembers and the stuff I remember are so different. Oh, that's really interesting. That really you know is. What I mean? Yeah, you're both so in the same different. place, and you're doing. You have same a different party. narrative. Same parties, 
same same stupid sorority junk, same fraternity stuff, you know, same, you know, holes, peepholes in the walls that the guys had. Oh I mean, gosh. of course it's wrong. Yeah. But it was the time. And I don't remember some of that stuff, and she does, and vice versa. And he may just not remember. Yep, I guess well. He may just not remember. And I mean, honestly, you know, things just, you know, things happen quickly. And when you're a kid, you're like, you know, some people are just like ping pong balls. They're just from one thing to the to the next and just doesn't remember. And I don't know Brooke Kavanaugh. I have no... You know, I have no opinion of him one way or the other, other than what his record looks excellent. Sure does. So you you want you don't want to throw something out because you don't want to throw a guy out because thirty four years ago something may or may not have happened when he was like seventeen years old. That's that's insane to me. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Anonymous. Appreciate, the phone Appreciate call. it. Our phone lines are open at 800 320 8255. We need to take a break. But when we come back, we'll talk to you. What do you think about the Brett Kavanaugh situation? Today's Ride Home. Jerusalem, a city like no other, richly historical, staggeringly beautiful, a place without time the crossroads of our faith, the birthplace of Christianity, the place where God first poured out His Spirit on planet Earth. Join with others from around the globe to experience Pentecost in Jerusalem in 2020, from May 31st to June 3rd, 2020. As a Christian, setting foot on the land connects with the roots of our faith. Connecting us to His Word and seeing the Bible come alive. Experience the trip of a lifetime, May 31st to June 3rd, 2020. Early bird special and group discounts available now at Jerusalem2020.com. Walk in Jesus' footsteps, hear His words, pray in the upper room. It's inspiring, transformational. Reserve your spot by registering today for this lifetime event at Jerusalem2020.com. That's Jerusalem2020.com. You know the moment. The workday is over. Your daily responsibilities have been met. The shoes slip off and you lie back. It's that end of day. Ah, that's the relief you'll feel when you rest on the body-soothing serenity made locally at the Original Mattress Factory. Relief from middleman markups and a hard day's work. The Original Mattress Factory. Thoughtfully made, honestly priced. OriginalMattress.com Did you know that when you buy a mattress from a retail store, that mattress is being sold for the second time? What do I mean? Well, the manufacturer sells the mattress to the retailer, who in turn sells it to you with costs and markups for both parties. At the Original Mattress Factory, we have our own factory right here at our store. So the mattress you buy is being sold for the first and only time. That's why our prices are hundreds less than the mainstream mattress brands. Stop by one of our factory locations or visit us at OriginalMattress.com to see for yourself. What gives one company the edge over another? Maybe it's not one thing. Maybe it's taking care of lots of things that help a business run smoothly. In other words, Cintas. Cintas has products that help your people stay safe and apparel programs that convey the right image. They service fire protection equipment, deliver and stock restroom supplies, and make sure facilities are clean and ready. Because when all those things work together, you're in business. Oh, I'm ready! Get Cintas and get ready for the workday.
Hey, welcome back. Taking your phone calls about what's happening this Thursday, the whole cataclysmic brouhaha with Brett Kavanaugh and Dr. Blasey Ford. I mean, let's go to the phones. 800-320-8255. Terry, you're with us. Uh, where are you on this whole mess? Well, first of all, I want to say how much I love you guys. I listen to you every oh, day. Thank you, Thanks, Terry. Terry. You're sweet. You're welcome. Um, I just I don't remember exactly where this comes from in the Bible, or I can't say it verbatim, but the story about the woman who committed adultery and they wanted to stone her. Right. You know, he who is without sin, let him be the one to throw the first stone. Yeah. You know, he's just being, he's being punished for something that he may or may not have done, and they're ruining his reputation. But is there a higher standard because you yourself will be now at the highest court of law in the country? You know, I mean, uh, do we expect our Supreme Court justices to be without sin, essentially? How many of them might have committed sin that oh. we don't know about? Well, Good heavens. Got Let me tell you, if we went back and investigated the high school and college behavior of the people in that room, boy, we wouldn't yeah. have enough time to read all the stories that would be told. I'm sure. I mean, come exactly. on. I, I, here's the question, though. Um, how do you extend grace and justice to people who are victims, who are actual victims. I mean, look how much we've spent, how much time we spent on the air talking about the victims in the Catholic sex abuse scandal. And we've said over and over and over again, what, what is one thing we learned from this? One thing we learn is when someone tells you they've been abused, you listen to them. Yeah. That's the first thing you do. You listen to them. Now, after that, you can decide if there's merit or whatever, but your very first inclination has got to be, I am hearing you. Because yeah. of how many people have been abused and no Pushed one, aside. no one listened to them. So I, I think that has to be our first response. It's just in this one because of the timing of it and because of the unbelievable number of decades that have passed. Oh my God! It's just it's hard for me to. It's hard for me to envision a society where we just decide that the allegation is enough to derail somebody for life. Right. I mean, you think yeah. this guy's going to be able to go back to his circuit court appointment? That's not going to be the case. Probably if not. People, if people decide he's guilty, he is done. He's going to work inside right. of a law firm. He'll go back inside and not, not not be a lawyer like that, you know, in a public sense. Terry, thanks an awful lot. We really appreciate the phone call. 800-320-8255. Uh, let's go back and speak with uh, Bill. Hey, Bill, you're live on the air. Uh, what do you got for us? Why didn't she accuse him at the time it occurred and press charges against him? Uh, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I However, sh- if you're a 15-year-old girl, my guess is you get caught up in the fear and the shame. She said she didn't want to tell her parents because she was afraid they'd be mad that she was at a party where there was drinking. Don't you get that? Yes. Of course I get that. I agree. Yeah, I get that. And I think it was a different time then. We're now more aware of issues like this, and so people are more... I think they are would be would come forward more quickly than they would have right three decades ago. Okay, no. at some point she matured and reached a, a no, adulthood. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. And it probably you know? was it probably was before two Why weeks ago. Why right now? The convenience of right now. Why not before? I now? agree. Well, I, I would think that because of that fa- that that shame and that fear, she would push it aside. But then, if you're following along and you're saying, "Oh, look, this is the guy who molested me," and I see him now as a high-profile person, do I speak out? And then to pay the cost of speaking out, clearly you're going to pay a cost for that. All of a sudden, someone who was totally anonymous to us before is now on the front page of right. the New York Times. Who wants to carry that? No, but I don't know why she would want to carry that. 
I don't know why she would want to carry it. But at the same time, how do you and maybe it, how does Diane Feinstein live with herself that she just sat on that to the last possible minute so she could make as big of a political bomb out of it? Yeah, as uh, that's possible. a whole other story as well. Eight hundred three two zero eight two five five. Hey, Mark, uh, you're with us. What do you, what do you have about this? Well, I was just wondering how we're going to be remembered 100 years from now when it comes to all the death through abortion. I think as believers, we need to be thinking about the bigger picture, not just these two individuals, but what's our best case? What's the best possibility that we can affect this blight that we have on our generation? So are you saying that we are you saying that the, the president gives up on Kavanaugh and maybe puts Kethledge forward or Amy Coney Barrett or one of the other ones? I think whatever it takes. We have to put the person on there that's going to do what it takes to end our generations from being remembered as the one that killed right. 30 million No, I, I, I completely agree with you. My question, though, is, what, the is, is, that. is that what do we do? Is, does that mean that we give up on Kavanaugh? Does, does the president just pull the nomination? You know, I don't, I don't know uh, how we determine that. I think it's a political circus like you're saying. I think these people should have came up earlier and, and said something and He's been investigated by six um, background investigations by FBI. If you ever had to get a top secret clearance, you'd be able to know what that goes through. And sure. I just think it's political. So I, I just don't want to miss the point that this yeah. is a great opportunity for believers. Right. Without a doubt. No, we're going to be right. remembered for. And I think that's a big part of the battle. This is an opportunity that's going to come along never again. So, yeah, you want to make sure that you cross yeah, your T's, you dot your But eyes. at the same time, Thanks, we never want to put any any sort of, of long-term institutional or ideological advancement ahead of the person. So if one of these people has been victimized, then as believers, we need to be on their side. Right, because there's a deep flaw then right. into the process. The only problem is we don't, we don't know which one. We sure do not. Michael, you're with us today. Uh, what do you think about all this? Hey, God bless you guys. I mean, this, what other time? This is a great time. We got our highest office in the land. The guy spray paints himself orange, and people who wanted to damn him and talk bad about him. But God has a sense of humor. Mm-hmm. And we need to step back, say a prayer, talk to our kids. I mean, there's so much that we can do that's positive. The news spins stuff because it gets a lot of attention. The negativity gets attention. So we stay positive, let them be where they are, politics and fighting and arguing. That's what they do. I so get we that. tell our children, and you guys, you guys stay positive. So... Stay positive, stay in prayer, enjoy listening to you guys, and you keep it right. We're staying positive. Nice, Michael. Thanks enough. Michael, a lot. appreciate that. Michael phone told call. me to stay positive. I'm doing it. Yeah, because he is right. I mean, all of our machinations and worry and fear and finger pointing is that what that's going to change something? Right? That, are we going to be in that room on Thursday? I don't think so. No, and <laughs> oh no, here it is again. <laughs> Mike's bringing it back. <laughs> we'll take a break. Stick around. It's the ride home here on 101.5 WORD. You know the moment. The homework and dishes are done. Your family responsibilities have been met. The shoes slip off and you lie back. It's that end of day. Ah, That's the relief you'll feel when you rest on the body-comforting orthopedic made locally at the original mattress factory. Relief from middleman markups and a hard day's work. The original mattress factory. Thoughtfully made. Honestly priced. OriginalMattress.com Truth is timeless. 
At the Original Mattress Factory, our business philosophy is based on honesty and truth, and it never changes. Simply stated, we treat our customers the way we want to be treated ourselves. This means we treat people with respect, we educate rather than manipulate, and we offer genuine value and substantial savings, not simply by saying it, but by proving it with cutaways of our mattresses compared side-by-side with the mainstream brands. Stop by one of our store locations or visit us at OriginalMattress.com to see the OMF difference for yourself. Need help finding a new job or want to stock up on extra holiday cash? Aerotech Recruiting and Staffing is your connection to top local employers. Immediate openings available in customer service, warehouse, production, and more. Apply now at Aerotech.com slash radio. Hey, thanks for being with us. Okay, uh, you know, this is clearly not the last word. We're going to drill this into the ground between now and... I mean, not you and I. Well, yeah, you and I are doing our part, aren't we? Here we are like everybody else. Well, I just, I feel like it's got to be talked about. Of course it does. And I feel like, you know, this is one of those um, instances, you know, the book of Revelation says this calls for wisdom. It's when it's talking about, you know, the number. Um, But Uh, I think it's applicable in so many circumstances. These are not easy you know, roads to navigate. No, it's, it's no. It's complicated. Here's what I wonder. What is the conversation at the Brett Kavanaugh household? What's that like? Because he's got, he's got young daughters. Yeah. So as he talks to his daughters about his past, right? I mean, this is every – I think every father who's lived <laughs> a life, right, for better or worse, at some point you talk to your kids about, well, look, I did this. And just because I did this and this was so stupid and foolish and I regret that – I'm going to tell you about some of my adventures, for better or worse. I'm not trying to say that, you know, I'm not trying to minimize this, uh, the sexuality, uh, mm-hmm. the horror of all that. But, but we he's all, got to come clean. But, yeah, well, we still don't know what he did. We don't know what he's coming clean about. No, I don't know what he's come clean about. But, you know, all of us. I mean, all of us all can of us come clean a, about, for sure. We've got a history, don't we? For sure. Of Everybody, course. Oh, of course. Look, that stupid thing I did, X, and oh, my God, that was crazy. Of course. I apologize. Of course. And I think How much do you say to your kids? Well, you should say a lot. I think you should say a lot more than you think you should say. And I think that talking about alcohol in public is vital. Yeah. You don't want to put yourself ever, ever, not a single time, do you want to put yourself in a circumstance publicly where you are inebriated? So this, because everything, anything bad can happen. Right. Anything bad can happen. And, and this is the weirdness, the hypocrisy, the insanity of our age where – you know, you succinctly put it at the very top of the at the end of the four o'clock hour. I was right? speaking in disgust. I don't understand why the progressive left is so offended by sexual abuse allegations that come out now when they've spent the last 30 years telling us how we should be able to have sex with whoever we want to, whenever we want to, with absolutely no consequence, no fear of retribution, no nothing, because we need to live our best life now. Right. And abortion is health care. Right. So now, (laughs) now all of a sudden, now they're on the side of, oh, we need to, you know, look at the victim and we need to, you know, have these unbelievably specific campus policies where it's not enough to say no anymore. Now we have to assess what no means and we have to come up with this complicated like way of communicating between male and female whether we're actually going to have sex or not i mean it's absolutely inane yes 
I mean, you it's can't- ridiculous. You can't you can't have it both ways. You cannot advocate for free sex all the time at your earliest convenience with all of your birth control paid for by the government and with no restrictions and no consequence whatsoever. And at the same time, now all of a sudden get so moralistic about how could somebody do this to somebody else? Yeah. Well, guess what? That's the result of a free sex culture. Yeah. And to look at Christians, right, in the culture right now, how out of step. If, look, if you go to a Christian college, not to say that everybody there is, you know, oh, goody no, two-shoes for sure not. by any stretch of the imagination, but at least there is this guy, gu- you know, there's a biblical guideline on how to behave, how to be, you know, an adult, Which, how to live a life. Isn't that what we all need? Yeah. Don't we need some sort of guideline? Don't we need someone outside of us telling us what's right and wrong? That's what God's given us. Well, all we need to do is do it. Yeah. As difficult as it is, oh, we do need to we need to talk about God it, to hear it, us. to work it. But we do not. God help but us. But we do not. God help these people. Christine Blasey Ford and Brett Kavanaugh, I pray for justice and truth. Yes, that the truth will be revealed. But uh, it's, I mean, sooner or later, of course, it will be revealed. But I don't know will, if it will be. Will it be revealed on Thursday? No, it's sooner or later. Well, sooner or later. Yeah, you, right? mean, you mean in the vast in eternity, sweep of history. Yes. Yeah. In eternity, it yeah, will but, be revealed. Yeah, but on okay. Thursday? I don't think it will man, be revealed. Probably not. Anyway, thanks for being with us. Hey, the podcast is up about an hour or so after we leave the air. You want to go back and go, what the heck what was going on there? What were they even talking about? JohnnyCathyShow.com. Have a great night. God willing, we'll see you tomorrow. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Word FM and Salem Communications. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.